Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, a certain relic has been resurrected yet again. A game from the olden times, from the good times, <laughs> from the good old days of GoldenEye. So it turns out that back in 2007, there was a full-on GoldenEye remake going to be put out on Xbox Live Arcade. Um, and it, it's just, it didn't happen. Apparently, there was a whole bunch of rights snafus getting different actors, the rights for the actors, the, uh, the rights for the music, the rights to bring it all back together. Apparently, it couldn't happen, even though the game was apparently finished even back mm-hmm. then. Um, turns out, though... That a dude called uh, Grazlu007 uh, on their channel, they just tweeted, hey, by the way, going to be showing off, you know, something. And they showed a little bit of footage. Uh, they teased that GoldenEye was returning. And then just put out a full two-hour gameplay reveal uh, of this initial remake thing. Also saying um, that there'll be a release in 2021. Um, so, like, it's it's just fascinating. It's uh, the <laughs> emulator that they're using. Uh, it's called Xenia. Um, and it shows yeah. it running at 4K60. Uh, it looks brilliant. Um, and, yeah, they say in the FAQ, they do, do a whole thing in the description below where... Um, he says, you know, it's like, oh, how did you how did you get a hold of this? He's like, I can't say, but he's like, patience is key. Um, and then he says, I've been told that it'll release in 2021, um, reiterating that patience is key. So I don't know how much, you know, the rights might have changed. Maybe it's easier to get something like this together in, in a post-Lucasfilm Games, you know, Indiana yeah. Jones world. Um, but what's your thoughts on all of this? Well, it's, it's always, like, fascinating when, like you said, an old game that was pretty much, like you said, again, almost 100% done, like, gets unearthed, and now we've got mm. this whole, you know, myth around it. Is it going to come up this year? This YouTuber this seems to think so, and mm. how will people respond to it? Because it's not necessarily the first time they've tried to bring GoldenEye back, but it's interesting why it was canned at the time, and why we ended up getting that other GoldenEye 007 game. I think it was for the Wii that had Daniel Craig in it yeah. for some reason, and Quite wasn't down. very good. Um, Goldeneye, obviously, hey, you know. Right. I don't know, it was just a weird project. Why would you make Goldeneye? <laughs> but then put in like the Daniel Craig era actors in it. It was like, what? What's going on? Like, what is this hodgepodge of influences? Brand synergy, I will, that, mate. I will concede to you that it might have been all right. Okay, I will go as far <laughs> as that. That's the ceiling. But I think Goldeneye, for me, it was like, sorry, go on. My Goldeneye benchmark was. <laughs> I've got to, I honestly think about this game every couple of days. They Gosh, did Goldeneye Rogue Agent in 2004, which was literally yes. a man with a golden eye because they couldn't <laughs> do the Goldeneye remake. And I remember, I just remember that whole pitch of that game. It was like, Goldeneye's coming back. And I was like, okay, what's it going to be? It's a guy with a golden eye this time. He's <laughs> got like, it. What are you guys He's doing? Got- 
Just what a business meeting that must have been. And then just like, right, well, let's break for lunch. We've got it. We've cracked it. Ridiculous. But by the sounds of it, like everyone's wanted to bring Goldeneye back for ages and they haven't been able to do it for whatever rights reasons. So they've been like, well, mm-hmm. we can bring Goldeneye back if we put Daniel Craig in it. We can bring Goldeneye right. back if we don't call it Goldeneye, but have someone with, with a man with, with, with the golden eye, you know, that, that's, that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah. it's always so strange because like this is obviously one of the biggest games like ever, one of the most influential first person shooters ever made. And the fact that it already hasn't really had a proper even like regular remaster you know up res textures like this essentially is like this is very much an xbox 360 game you know you know like Mm -hmm. an xbox live arcade game from that time which is just essentially a part of the original game with higher textures better frame rates stuff like that it's not a Mm full-on um tony hawk style resident evil style ground up remake but the fact it was made by rare like that's really Mm -hmm. promising like that's really cool the fact that we didn't get that game sucks a little bit man but i hope we do get it this year in one way or another well i'll tell you what else as well looking at this footage i messaged you before, uh, before we started recording oh my god do i miss time splitters because yes. uh, like the dudes that made goldeneye uh, there was these three guys uh, that formed uh, free radical after they did after they made goldeneye um, and obviously i i remember having that bombed like that, that realization drop in sort of like the late 2000s or whatever like, oh my god that's why time splitters feels so good because yeah. it's the same dev team um and that and obviously free radical folded they get they'd folded into crytech or something either way time splitters went away um, and the ips just sort of up in the air but there was a really specific feel to the way that goldeneye uh, plays the same with perfect dark and the same with time splitters where it's kind of like a, an almost floatier sort of feel where yeah. you're kind of aiming like within the frame and you can kind of like zoom in and do specific shots and come back and like in a way especially in goldeneye it it takes care of a lot of the aiming <clears throat> for you um like it'll make sure that you're doing really cool cinematic kills you're shooting the dude on the toilet at the beginning um or you're you know doing some sort of kill that sends them flying over a railing or whatever um and i love that i love being right in the moment i remember that it all just kind of came together so well like i you know i went back to perfect dark and i still haven't finished goldeneye because uh, i never had it as a kid anyway whole separate thing but yeah. the way that those games play that style that time splitter style i think that's something that still makes it fresh even if you brought it back today yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Scott Elvin. When I was a kid, like, I, it was it was a case of me just playing Goldeneye around friends and cousins' house rather than Same, owning it yeah. myself. Like for me, Time Splitters was my entry point into that kind of brand of first-person shooting, just because I was a bit, <clears throat> you know what I mean. But it makes me interested in how we got to that point. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to go back and experience Goldeneye in mm-hmm. its, its proper form or as close to its proper form as I as I can without having to go back and buy a bunch of consoles and stuff like that. We've never really got it to this extent and it kind of makes me wonder about james bond games entirely you know what i mean there was mm. a golden eye fan game that was actually uh cancelled it was well not cancelled it was shifted because it was hit with a season desist letter from the rights holders i think it was early cool. last year so they've pivoted that into being an original game now but it's like that that was in development for like so long that it makes me think it was only hit with that letter because whoever owns the rights to bond game bond games are like getting fully back in the flow of things. We know we've got the IO mm. Interactive Bond game upcoming. We know now that potentially this is going to drop. Are we going to start seeing a bunch of James Bond games kind of come back? Because if we are, I need to see everything or nothing yes. get a remaster as soon as possible. Well, how how overdue is, is all that stuff? I mean, like, you know, you had the 2000... We talk about it quite a lot, and I think what me and you are going to do a podcast on this, if anyone wants to subscribe over to the What Culture Gaming podcast stuff, because there was that massive influx of film, you know, film IPs being done in game form across the 2000s. EA sort of led the charge, doing, like, yeah. you know, game-specific sequels or, like, doing a, a film-sized budget for a game. Like, Everything or Nothing, you know, had all the licensed actors, had a new theme. Like, you know, it, it had a... It was a full production kind of thing. Um, and it's like, all, they, they just went away. They didn't get carried on 
forward. There's never mm -hmm. been like a Bond HD collection, even though those projects were so expensive and were incredible. Everything or Nothing for me is the best Bond game by far. Um, but it's not like you don't have Nightfire, Agent Under Fire, even Bloodstone mm -hmm. played pretty well, I thought. Um, you know, and it's like you have this whole pantheon of these awesome third-person action shooters, uh, and some obviously being first-person, um, that just never went anywhere. And it's like you could do a Bond 4K collection, whatever you want to call it, um, and just get that footprint back in gaming. Because I feel like Bond just hasn't been a thing in gaming for, for as long yeah. as this remake's been away yet. And it's, 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 like you said, man, because it particularly sucks because so many of those games were good and they were on a real yeah. um, run of big hitters, you know, in the, uh, in the late um, 2000s. And it kind of makes me mm -hmm. lament the fact that there were so many great licensed games in general from that era, be it James Bond games, be it Spider-Man games, that are now just kind of like lost to the ether because the licensing mm -hmm. issues are so tangled up and they're so convoluted that no one really knows who owns them, whether or not they can republish them, whether or not they can remaster them or whatever. So now we just kind of have these memories like the like the old geezers that we are of this great James <laughs> Bond golden era that we want to genuinely come back because like you again, like yeah, I keep saying like you said because you've absolutely nailed it because those games <laughs> were such a high quality, had so much money pumped into yeah. them and for any James Bond fan, which to be honest, I'm not even a huge James Bond fan, yet these no, resonated with me so much. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not like, a, as, as, as an IP, like, I'm not that bothered about James Bond, but as the games, like, the way that they played, I mean, to a lot of people, Agent Under Fire or Nightfire was their GoldenEye, um, just was that sort of um, collection of, like, gadget-based first-person shooter, the multiplayer was so tight, split-screen multiplayer as well, because um, mm -hmm. this um, video that this dude's put out, like, does show multiplayer, does show him playing with someone else, um, and it is obviously split-screen, so it's like, even split-screen first-person shooter multiplayer is something that's kind of not in vogue anymore, that sort of went away, um, and was only really in the conversation when Halo ditched it for five um, and yeah. everybody went what the hell are you guys doing you guys pioneered this thing or helped pioneer this thing um, you know please bring it back or whatever so it's like even the idea of doing something like that for me would be nostalgic I don't know how you would I know everybody's obviously like stuck at home at the minute but I still like if they did a split screen GoldenEye remake hopefully that would make split screen gaming become a thing again like I would hope yeah. for stuff like that You'd hope so. I mean, I miss split screen, split screen gaming massively. And I remember when we had that stint in the early 2010s where it just looked like publishers were trying to kill it dead. But unfortunately, yeah. we have had a lot of games, you know, re-embracing that feature over the past few years. We've had games built around it, like um, A Way Out, you know, the Joseph Farris game, which is just uh. awesome and plays with that structure in really intriguing ways. But yeah, like something like this right now, I think would not only um, spark the old nostalgia receptors in the brain, but could kind of <laughs> hopefully bring in a kind of couch multiplayer style of first person shooting that is mm -hmm. very not in vogue at the moment. Yeah, there's that, and there's the fact that, like, yeah, the feel of it is just so not a Twitch shooter. Like, it is just way more cinematic and kind of floaty, and it's just enjoyable. One last question for you, though, Josh Brown. Agent Under Fire or Nightfire? Oh, because I'm of a certain age, Scott, it's Nightfire for me. It's night Nightfire was, like, <laughs> our golden eye when we were growing up. That on PS2 around friend's house, like, that was just as iconic. Like, bring yep. Nightfire back, give me Nightfire. That would be the thing. Yeah, it's either for me. I think it would be Agent Under Fire because that was the first one, I think. Whichever one was the first one was the one <laughs> that got me the most. That was just playing after school every day. Yeah. Um, but that tends to split people, whether you're Agent Under Fire or Nightfire, even though whichever the sequel one was, which I think was Nightfire, um, sort of refined stuff a little bit more, gave you that. I think there was a grappler hook in that game. It's been a while since like 2003. It's been a while. But, um, mm -hmm. but it was a fun time. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. One, Nightfire or Agent Underfire, and what you think <laughs> of the idea of Goldeneye being remade for 2021. For now, Ivan Scott from Aculture.com. I mean, Josh from whatculture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.